I'm Hannah. And I'm also Hannah. And this is Hannah, you're yelling. Were, were you breastfed? You need to break up with him. Not real. <laughs> Life is already really hard, and I don't want to have to put rocks up my pussy also. It was very hot doggy. It's dark, and it's scary, and you're alone forever. I said that it was a mistake. Oh my god. So yeah, that was really fun. You slut. I know, I know. It's one and the same. It's cremated and no nipple. There's nothing more romantic than the fear of God. My co-host. You're a host now. Do you consider yourself a podcast host? Uh, no, not in the slightest, actually. <laughs> Tenth episode, and we're finally done talking about birth control. Yeah. Can we get a round of applause? <laughs> so sorry to put y'all through that. Jesus. I'm feeling educated, but I'm also feeling exhausted. Like, I don't yeah. want to do research ever again. <laughs> Let's lighten the fucking mood. Like, oh yeah. my God. Today, we decided that we're going to just shoot the fucking shit together. We're just going to. I was literally going to call the episode that. Shoot I'm not the even shit? Kidding. Oh, that's, fantastic. That's in my mind, that was exactly what I was thinking. Exactly. We were do for this episode. Yes. We're that's just. That's how like we're thinking right now. Yeah. I'm loving that for us. We decided that we're going to just bring what we want to talk about to the table. We're going to hash it out here live. And then we also, I don't know if you guys saw on the Instagram. Uh, yeah, we have an Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we kind of have an Instagram. Anyways, a lot of people responded to our little Instagram story of like things that they wanted us to talk about, which was the fucking uh-huh. coolest thing that's ever happened to me. It was anonymous. It was so. anonymous. And we got some really cool things like asked. So Crazy I think we're going to talk about those. You guys are fucking that raunchy was... out there. I Holy mean, shit. You I showed mean, up. Said this is a raunchy podcast. They're asking about what we put in our butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a little I, I appreciate it, though. It was really. Right, I, right, Because right. whenever we started the podcast, we were like, Maybe whenever we get enough followers or enough people, like, we can ask questions and they'll answer. And I can't believe it's, like, we've already gotten to that point where people will respond. We were really scared. We were going to just anonymously do it to ourselves so that we could pretend. I did submit a a few. She did. She won't tell me which ones. But Hannah doesn't know which ones I submitted. And I told her I wasn't fucking telling her. And I know you submitted at least one or two yourself. I did, but I would have told you. Again, I don't know which ones. Mm. I do have a suspicion, though, because I know that Hannah's phone does the, like, she doesn't have her phone on capitalization, like all the cool girlies. I'm one of those girls. It's all lowercase. She's one of those bitches. I like, I don't like to sound very confrontational over the text, which I actually almost changed it today because I was like, you need to stop being a little pussy and stop texting people like you're a fucking adult. Like you're whispering. Yeah. Yeah. You need to use a goddamn capital letter. I sure do. And maybe a period every now and then. Yeah. Say it with your chest. No more exclamation points, girls. No more exclamation points. No more. I hope this email finds you well. No, no. Okay. How do we want to start off? I was thinking we start with a little, a little memory. Okay. Remember that one time that we went to a comedy show in Austin? I <laughs> with do. Nathan? I it was do. Um, Hannah, Mia, Nathan. We went to some random theater in Austin. It was we were like waiting for something to be over. It was like to kill the time, was it not? I think it was, and we were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go to some some improv. Yeah, let's go to some improv. And I just remember having the best fucking time that night. But basically, we walk in. We were we were like the only people there. There were like, <laughs> and so we just sat in the back row. It was like and a weeknight. <laughs> oh my God, the theater was so much smaller than we had imagined. Probably it could have held like maybe 15 or 20 people, like max. Yeah. And we were a face away from the people who were performing. Yeah, so they could look us dead in the eyes. And I wasn't expecting this. I'm thinking we're going to do like, I think it's a big theater. There's going to be a lot of people. Right. No, we're like sitting in like your elementary school music teacher's bleachers in like yeah. the music room. Like it was like three different. I think I think that's too niche to bring up. I don't think people really no, know what no, I'm no. talking I about. I totally understand what you It mean. was so and close. Th- there was no blending in. It was so close. And the the improv was super bad. It was so bad that we couldn't stop from laughing, but in so obviously the wrong way and in such obviously the wrong parts. I almost shat myself. Like I, and this is something about me that I feel like I haven't really shared. I am, um, I have truly the worst. I do shit myself. No, I have the worst (laughs) secondhand embarrassment ever like Mm -hmm. I close if people start talking in class I close my ears I'm I'm so obvious about it like I can't I just can't function (laughs) and improv is not the place for me to be I think that's incredibly clear and right right. 
oh my god I was like squirming so bad it feels like actual torture to me like it feels yeah. like I'm yeah. physically responding to the way that they are being so bad at their jobs of improv and it's, it's improv so it's just all these awkward silences where you know they're thinking so fucking hard and trying so hard to be funny right. and like come up with the next best thing and it's just there's so much pressure in the room yeah. and it's so intensely awkward but we left that literally we were laughing our asses off yeah so it just made me it think did the job it did the job that's that's exactly my point well, also I want to clarify it wasn't it wasn't like this wasn't the purpose of it. They were like in lessons and this was their show and we didn't realize that. And so this was like very beginner level improv that yeah. we were paying to watch. Right. And it was like Michael Scott level. You know, I'm all for trying new things. I just don't think you should do it in front of like a, a crowd is, is, is audience, what I mean. A live audience. Exactly <laughs> yeah. what we're doing right now, Hannah. Exactly. Well, I don't have to look so at that. No, no, no. Just that was my point is that. If like the whole goal of improv and comedy was to make people laugh, and I was like, wait, it's okay if people are laughing for the wrong reasons. Oh, like, absolutely. People are laughing. Like we left having a good time. It did the right, job. We had one of the best nights of our life, and like we were laughing for the wrong reasons, but like we were fucking laughing. So it doesn't true. matter if people are laughing at you or at us or at us for having a fucking podcast. Like if exactly. they're laughing and chatting it up and having a good time, like making fun of us, like go right ahead. All publicity is good publicity as they say anyways so I figured we'd just start with that note it was yeah. a random memory I had so if you ever have the opportunity to go to a local improv show I'd, I'd mm-hmm. recommend it highly recommend it was a good time though honestly I, it's, I have a craving to go back it was a good fucking time I still have my ticket from that show as like such a, a memento <laughs> a memento exactly well, what are you bringing to the table I was gonna say speaking of mementos I actually had to I have something to bring to the table. Please. Um, I have a lot of sporadic things I'd like to bring to the table, but one of those things is I think we need to hash out the camera roll situation that we've been talking about. Mm. How? Um, Let's get into it. Something I've been very much struggling with, and I don't know, this is a new thing for me, but like my camera roll is the darkest place in the world yeah. to me, even though it's filled with beautiful, amazing memories, also some horrific mm-hmm. ones, but like pretty great memories. I it is such a dark place and I like cannot even go through it. It gives me so much like sadness and anxiety, even the good stuff. It's a feeling you can't put a finger on. I like, don't know what it is. But and it's I'm, bad. I'm so toxic about taking pictures. Like I always need to take pictures. And like uh-huh. that was one thing that happened during our engagement is the camera didn't work. And so we ended up not getting pictures of the engagement, which was like my biggest like need right. out of the engagement which is so terrible and so like and I've also like never seen pictures of your engagement which right you didn't sad. get to see like, I didn't I'm... get to show anybody and it that's that's very much me not being able to take in a moment and so I always look back on pictures because I feel mm-hmm. like I just check out in the moments anyways so like pictures mean a lot to me except I can't go look at them so it just doesn't make any sense and I got a new phone this week which is fucking amazing because I've had the same phone for over five years and she was really she was not doing good and so did it clear your camera roll it didn't but I wanted it to and it oh, didn't yeah. I was and gonna so, say that would be so good for I you. know I was I was wanting to but then when I transferred over the iCloud I forgot to say like not to bring my photos over oh shit and now but I can't actively delete them I can't either I am the most sentimental bitch in the world like I still have letters from people from like first grade like I cannot get rid of shit and when it comes to pictures like if I have to actively delete them I cannot do it I just I don't know is that is that something that you deal with oh my god yes I literally have not deleted a single email off my phone it's like with everything though I'm like an electronical hoarder I haven't deleted a single text I have my first text with Colton my first text with Hannah yep like I've been dating Colton for four and a half years and I can still look up our first text message ever yeah I still have the first group me message with Nathan Group Aww. me. Wait, wait, what did he say to hit you up? It had to do with the Young Republicans Club. <laughs> oh, my God. We were... Wait, really? I didn't know that brought y'all actually together together. Yeah, I thought it, it was like math class or something. No, no. I was only in one class with him all of high school, and I literally dropped out of that class because I could not be in the same class with him. Wait, we need to be, like, grateful for Trump. <laughs> That is not cool. (laughs) I didn't see that coming. No. I voted for him. So like. Stop saying that. (laughs) Literally stop. (laughs) 
People are going to take it the wrong way, y'all. Fuck Trump, okay? Fuck I'm sorry him. for confusing you there. But Fuck you know, him. But yeah, I, I he we were selling cupcakes and he like was like, I thought he was just trying to like ask me like when and where, but he was trying to just come up with a conversation starter. I was like, it's in the, it's in the email. Like, can you check? <laughs> can you read, bitch? And he's like, oh my God, yeah. Wait, but. were you like super giddy whenever he messaged you? Like, did, were you like, oh my God, my crush is texting me right now? Or were you like, We will have to get into the way that I was with Nathan in the beginning because it's so bad, but I was so terrified of him. Basically, I had the biggest fucking crush on him. Since, like, second grade, I really liked him, yeah. and I never, like, really pursued it because I always thought he was cooler than me, so I, I didn't really do anything. But then, like, junior year came around, and I had a friend, and I was like, hey, like, I think he's really cute. And she fucking went and told him, which, you know, thank God. Shout but, out, like, Michaela. Shout out, Michaela. But she went and told him, and then he was like, oh, my God, yes. And then we started kind of texting and stuff, but he was, I don't know, he was just very, like, good at talking to me, and I was very not. Like, I would I would not respond to him for days because I'd be, like, dry heaving, like, like actually so anxious so like whenever he he messaged you it was like a throw your phone across the room moment yes like scream into a pillow moment i used like, to because we were scared shitless we would have to walk by each other on the way to class from lunch and i used to beg you to go the opposite direction so i wouldn't oh, have yeah. to see him i was like she we- would literally text me and be like will you please walk with me in b hall today so i don't have to see nathan because he he's walks Sea Hall during this period. Yeah. And I'm like, are you serious, bitch? Like, I actually... You're literally... <laughs> this is so funny. Last what? night, I was talking with Nathan because I'm reading this book and it kind of has to do with, like, a first date. And I was like, do uh-huh. you remember, like, the first time that we, like, hung out? And it actually has to do with that church that we went to church choir. And he... I invited him to come with me to this event and we went to um, a haunted house for Halloween. And that was for church choir? That was for church choir. Well, it wasn't church choir. A haunted choir, house? But That's it was, not very Lutheran. It sure wasn't. It was like literally like demons and shit. Yeah. Was the actual like theme of it. That is so shocking to me that they I know. Would endorse that. And we went in like wow. the like Lutheran van. It was so bad. But anyways, we were there and I was mortified. Like I didn't. Like, I, I wanted to date him, but I didn't want to be near him or touch him or see him. Right. Like, that the was... To the I extreme. had the, the worst mm-hmm. ick for, like, several months. Mm-hmm. And it was a really scary haunted house. And we're walking through, and you have to walk through these really thick walls. Like, the walls are, like, inflatable, and so you're having to push through. And I fall so fucking hard on my face. Like, I'm <laughs> sprawled out in the middle of this, like, gaping hole that, like, is swallowing me. Was and he behind you or He in was front behind of me. And Nathan Ooh. tries to pick me up, which is fully the thing that you should have done. Like, anybody right. would have done that. Yeah. Even if he's not trying to date me. I, like, was literally like, get off of me. Like, I, like, <laughs> like snapped at him a little bit. I was like, don't fucking touch Oh, my me. God. And he <laughs> Because you were, like, so embarrassed, I was so embarrassed. I decided right then and there I would never go back to high school. Like, it was horrible. you're probably, like, stop perceiving me right now. (laughs) Like, don't look at me. Don't, like, I don't exist to you. Exactly. And I was talking to him last night about it. And he was like, yeah, I I basically knew right then and there, like, you weren't into me. (laughs) You're super right. And he stuck around. God bless him. He really pushed through that. Yeah, he almost broke up with me so many times. He tells me that. But I almost broke Ugh. up with him so many times because I right. just couldn't deal with it. I was too young Honestly, to be Hannah, dating. Honestly, I would have broken up with you too. Like, I, everyone should hell. have. It was, <laughs> I was such a terrible, terrible girlfriend. Bad girlfriend, good wife. That's what they say. Bad girlfriend, good wife. <laughs> bad girlfriend. Bad girl. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I've been making up for it ever since, but yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me say my haunted house story very quickly okay. to finish the derail. But okay. whenever I went to the haunted house with one of my first... He wasn't my boyfriend, but it was it was a date for sure. Mm-hmm. But like, I just remember how he like specifically wanted to walk behind me, and I was like, "Bro, why? Like, I want you to go first to like the scary stuff, you know, whatever." Yeah, don't be a but little. He like bitch. wanted to walk behind me, and like, I'm pretty sure it was like super sexual because he legitimately had a boner. Like, ew, ew. It was like walking direct because you know how you're all like shuffling through there. Isn't yeah. that disgusting? Like it's gross. After COVID, I don't think they do it anymore because it was actually gross. Like it's so yeah. nasty. That's, that, it, that's and a, it is weird because that was the thing is I didn't want him to feel like he needed to like protect me. I'm like I'm fucking right, fine. Get yeah. off of me. Like you. It's super the ick to it go there. It was hella ick. 
And I think that's something people don't talk about is that like you can have the I think there's two icks. There's the icks of like you straight up don't like them. And then there's the icks of like inexperience and never yeah. having feel like you've never been with a boy before. I That's had- exactly what I was Snapchatting you about this morning. I sent her a Snapchat of Colton in a backwards baseball hat. Yeah. And I was like, this is the ick until he's your boyfriend for four years. And then you're like, God, this is so hot. But like, if someone, if some boy were to be wearing a backwards baseball cap or like turn around their hat, I would, I would be like, ew, ew, ick, ick. Really? Ick, you know? I think it's a, yeah. I think people think a backwards hat is hot. But I feel like wearing it in that kind of like, right, if they like, know they're hot and they're doing it on purpose. Up way too, yeah. like it's like kind of like above their head and then mm-hmm. they like flip it around and it's backwards. Oh, maybe that's a very niche experience, but I know exactly what you mean. Like I yeah. would have thought like, oh my God, this is such the ick. It's just time. Well, I just had so many people tell me like, like, you need to break up with him. Like, you obviously don't like him. And now I'm like, thank God thank I stuck God. it out because I'm obsessed with him. But, like, just because I was super weird with guys and I didn't, like, ever talk to guys, it was, like, yeah. very uncomfortable. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway, with your camera roll, it hurts to look back on. Yeah, I couldn't tell you why, though. It's just kind of a thing. And, like, seeing my former self and it's like, I guess I just don't know how to feel for the version of myself that I was because it's like... I hate her and cringe and like don't ever want to perceive her again or be her again. Yeah. But it's also like I want to still have these memories, but like also only the good ones. And then I look back on photos and I like remember what was going on in my actual life. And that's what it is, is every single photo has context. Yeah. And every context, I feel like I just don't want to ever have to think about again. Yeah. And it's weird because it's even the good stuff. It's even like trips that I went on or things that have been really great with friends or whatever. And I'm always thinking about just the stress or like the things I was thinking about during it. I don't no, that's really depressing yeah or like the random fight that you had or like the ra- you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the bad news that you got or whatever yeah. yeah bring something to the table what's something that you wanted to talk about well this is something I've been wanting to talk about for quite a while and actually our first episode that we had to spin the wheel for I was really hoping I'd get this one and it was also the first note I ever wrote on my phone of things we I literally know what you're gonna podcast. say I hate what you what do you think it is is it fucking claymation it's claymation. I hate you. <laughs> I watched a little documentary the other day on claymation to prepare for this. I told you, like, I literally told you, I have nothing to say. Like, claymation means nothing to me. If anything, it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> That's what it's supposed to do. Like, <laughs> I saw this TikTok and it was like me watching Wallace and Gromit as a kid. And it's like, are you, I'm so fucking scared right now. Like, you stop stop i'm so fucking scared i'm so fucking scared right now i it's just like it's just so shocking to me and it's so like insane that someone would spend that much time and it's not really for children and it's not really for adults and it takes so much time Mm -hmm. and technology and energy and Mm-hmm. making a little clay figure there's 45 snapshots in every second and this is a full-length film <laughs> so like this took them years and years and years to make wallace and gromit and that's not the only claymation film like it must have been successful enough to ma- continue to make claymation films anyway that's all I have to say. Okay, well, that does make me feel better because I really did think you were going to be, like, rooting for claymation over here. <laughs> no, I just want to talk about a fucking weirdness. No, we are claymation-hating girls. Yeah, if you know anything yeah. about us, it's that. It's it's scary. It's scary, and, and it's you have so much insane talent, and you need to be putting it elsewhere. It right. shouldn't be it shouldn't be on Wallace and Gromit. It, it's just so strange. And then I'm watching this documentary about how it's made so that I'd have something to bring to the table when I, I bring up this very important topic. Mm. And it's just grown ass adults. Like I'm, I'm talking age like 45 to 60 and they're all making little clay figures and filming them. And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Because this yeah. isn't for kids. And it's not for adults. Mm-mm. You anyway. know what's worse though than watching a claymation film? Hmm. watching a documentary about a claymation <laughs> yeah so that was objectively worse you got lower than than a claymation I, I did film. i like stooped super low there yeah <sighs> anyway your next topic um it sucks i feel like mine are all kind of like serious well that's fine i have some serious ones oh actually i have something i this is actually big that i haven't even told okay you yet. i fully decided i'm graduating and i'm taking a gap year okay 
Okay, right? I was supposed I'm to go to the this. career fair today. I didn't. Okay. But I kind of knew I wasn't going to go for a while now. And you're like, I had this sense that I, I wasn't going to I had this sense go. that I'm not going to go get a big girl job. I okay. am just so excited. But Good. I'm so like embarrassed and anxious about it like if that makes sense like I've been so like trying to convince myself that it's okay to do this one of my biggest regrets was not doing a gap year after college right and so it's kind of like my gift back to myself to just be like hey you deserve this and it's not to say I'm not going to like be doing anything but I'm going to be I think taking some like online courses for like some tech stuff and then yeah I don't know, but I'm just like so excited to just like, this sounds horrible, but like have just a slightly easier life, which I hope to God it is. Everyone says it gets so much worse after college, but I I don't think my college experience really aligns with that. So I'm really hoping things are better. I also felt like I kind of had a whole gap year too after Mm -hmm. I graduated because then I moved to Austin Mm -hmm. and I, it was the first time I had ever lived with like a girl roommate that I actually liked. And Mm -hmm. the first time that I had a serving job consistently, which this whole time I was trying to find a job in my field but it was COVID and it wasn't possible right. and blah 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 so it, it just ended up being a gap year but that is like one of the most significant times I feel like ever in my life and that whole year totally felt like it was exactly what I needed was to like yeah. have a year to myself before my like career move or whatever that's and just what I'm to thinking. like have fun and make money and you know yeah my goal is going to be like travel make money at either a serving job or just like something that's like lower stress than what has mm-hmm. been going on figure out my army stuff I'm gonna commit to not even like looking for a job for a yeah. decent amount of time because I don't even want it to be like this whole thing of like you need to find a job and there's just like so much pressure on it and I've realized with this podcast I love doing something creative so just like right I'm gonna take classes and I'm just gonna like dive into my creative side and then if I want to get a job after that I will and if not I'll be a little sugar baby there you go also life is like I can't even express how hard I shot at my career like how much I like quote-unquote wanted it Mm -hmm. and then how hard I fell and realizing that life is only to support the things that you or a job is literally right support the things that you love so exactly there's no rush into getting this like dream big career if you already love your life yeah if you're working all the time on loving your actual life and loving your home and loving your city and loving your hobbies and being creative and Mm -hmm. making your brain a safe place for yourself Right. And you have a job that makes money that enables you to do all those things, then boom, like you've You're won. there. Yeah. Which You're is there. exactly what I'm looking for. And I feel like I care so deeply about like the way that other people see me or like what I produce into the world. My grades matter so much to me, all that stuff. I'm trying to like reteach myself that that isn't my yeah. whole entire self. And so yeah. I'm excited, but I'm also like terrified because I feel like as soon as I actually graduate and as soon as I get done with this training and it's like the summer and I have nothing going on, I'm uh-huh. So scared, I'm gonna like be like, What the hell did you do? But I'm gonna really try to like, right, you know, let myself Where's be that the way. Academic validation? Where's my academic validation? Yeah, it's hard to wean yourself off of that. And you, I was only in college for three years, you were you're there for the past five, so that's like, five. and it's not you. even, it's like, yeah, it's like academic validation, and then it's also like fitness validation for the army and leadership oh, validation, true. and like it's constant meeting all of these little deadlines and things to yeah. like hopefully I'm going to stay excited is my concern, you know? That's the thing is you can literally change your mind. Yeah, like, true. I can always go You can go literally look for change your mind and get a big girl job. Like, mm-hmm. you have a degree. You have experience. Like, you right. can do whatever you want at any point. It's not like, oh, I have to take a gap year. True. Like, a big girl yeah. job is not something you have to imply for in season. You can just constantly be looking and – when your opportunity comes up, then you go for it. And exactly. it's like no pressure. Exactly. It's no pressure. What a relief. My next um, topic is would you like to be buried or cremated? Mm. Hmm. When all's said and done. Buried or cremated? I think Open casket, closed casket? I feel like cremated probably. There's mm-hmm. something super scary to me and lonely about just laying dead in the ground. Wait, stop. That's so sad. What, what did you think that. it was? No, I just, I didn't think of, like, whenever you said that, I got a gross feeling. Yeah. It's dark and it's scary and you're alone forever. And when you're burnt to a crisp. Yeah, right. It's you just, don't, you're done. You're, it, you're done. You're not. You're actually done. And I don't want there to be a physical form of my body because it doesn't mean anything because my spirit is has, like, returned to the earth. Right. So I don't want to, I feel like we should do a whole episode about death. Are you done? That would be really fun because I have a lot to talk about. I do too. Okay, I've let's been do scared of death since it. I was like a baby. So yeah, we're going to have to hold off on death. 
All right, you're next. We're getting dark. I just asked if you'd like to be cremated, so good, so go for it. Also, I would also like to be cremated. I I think I said that. Cremated girlies. Yeah, cremated girlies. You can mix our ashes together. That would be intimate. That'd be fun. <laughs> you you can put us up on the urn you could together. Snort us up and just <laughs> call it a day. I'm thinking of all of our friends taking us as cocaine. <laughs> right? Me too. Literally in the club. It's like That'd be fucking their, cool. Their memory of us. They're yeah. like, you want to, you want, you, what is it called? A bump? You want a, a bump, bump of my yeah. friend? <laughs> you want a bump of my dead friend? God, what that's dark. Mm, that's going to get flagged. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about a dream that I had. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my God. I've been wanting to talk about dreams. Okay. You go. Okay. Okay. Um. This was probably one of my, like, darkest, scariest dreams I've had. And you're going to hear ready. it and you're not going to think it's dark or scary. But to me, it okay. was, like, traumatizing. I understand that. And it was one of those dreams where you start dreaming and then you go to sleep and you wake up and you have, the, like, you keep having the dream. Oh, shit. It was terrible. You went back into it? I went back into it. So oh, anyways, shit. Okay. my dream was that I got pregnant and I was like about to be done with college when was this when was the dream yeah it was a few it was like probably a week ago I wrote the whole thing out in my notes like as soon as I woke up it was like 4 a.m and I'm like oh shit like one of those typing so quickly to like I don't even know why I needed to remember it but it was very important okay anyways um so I I realized that I'm pregnant I have like seven months until graduation so I'm like okay it's fine I'm not gonna tell anybody I'm gonna get to graduation I'm gonna get to commission or whatever for the army like and then I'll have the baby two months after right so then it gets up to graduation and I go I go into labor early and so the baby's really preemie and I go to the hospital and I like give birth I immediately do not feel connected to this child I'm like (gasps) fuck this kid I don't like it and then for some reason me and Nathan had to leave really quickly from the hospital and so they didn't teach me how to breastfeed which was a huge issue for me and I like Uh and and this is like a separate issue that I'd like to talk about but like I don't want a baby sucking on my nipples and and I mean that so genuinely I should have asked buried or cremated bottle fed or 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 nipples breastfed yeah yeah it's one in the same it's cremated and no nipple yes anyways so I realize that I can't like do this and I feel really uncomfortable forcing my baby to suck on my nipple and so I'm like really upset and then I go home and I'm very tired and it was a very traumatic birth and I keep forgetting where my baby is and so I keep like frantically being like fuck where's my kid and then I'll find the baby and it'll be like laying face down on the fucking bed like suffocating also keep in mind the baby was about two months old when I gave birth to it so it's sitting at this point I, it is a newborn oh. baby, but it's sitting. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So just okay. to get you, on I'm with where you. I'm, I'm with at. you. Right. Yeah. So then, I Nathan invites a bunch of people over to like see the baby, kind of. But anyways, okay. I come downstairs, and this is me like fully freaking out. I realize I've been I fell asleep for two days. I just woke up, and my baby hasn't eaten in two days because I haven't breastfed oh, shit. it. So it's, right. there's a lot of panic going on. So I come down with this little baby, and I'm like, Nathan, and hasn't eaten in in 24 hours or whatever. <laughs> And he, tur- he, I, he like turns around. He's like, Hannah, we have guests. And I'm like, fuck guests. Like I haven't fed this baby. So he, Did I look you around. Did you whip out your nipple? My nipples were already out. I wasn't <laughs> wearing my shirt. I wasn't going to say that, but I wasn't wearing much clothes. Anyways, so then all of his. <laughs> what about the guests? The guests <laughs> all are of there. these people are over. Well, I think I covered myself with the baby. I don't know. Dreams don't make sense. <laughs> You're so naked i'm still naked anyways so your your boyfriend was there colton was there and then like some other guys were there and they were coming to basically congratulate me but they were all playing those video games with the headset how to breastfeed your baby no because they were fucking distracted with video games like the headset video games what are those things the like vr oh the vr i'm like full-on panicking (laughs) and they're all playing vr and like they're playing like one of those like you know like where they're like go 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 i see you coming (laughs) I'm full on freaking out. And Nathan literally tells me that I need to keep it down because they're all playing a game. He said, Hannah, you're yelling. He says, Hannah, you're yelling. (laughs) Keep it down. And I lose my damn Full circle. Um, Full circle. Then I call my mom. She comes over and she's like, holy shit, you haven't taken care of this kid. And I was like, I know I'm actually really bad at this. And I think that was basically it. But the whole thing, yeah, like, I think really, this has a lot of significance in it, your real no, life. No, it, it this sure is like does. Everything that you said yeah. is like a touchy subject. It is the video games, the Hannah the, you're yelling, the, the child, 
the, yeah. the disconnection with your child, your mom. Suffocating the- my baby. Like, all of it. Also it, falling asleep for two days and, like, not taking care of yourself and, like, being yeah. incredibly rushed at the doctor and, like, yeah. you know. It's everything. And so all these men was, in your living room and then they're all exactly. yelling and, and screaming and then your man is telling you that you're yelling and screaming I'm the one that's being unacceptable in front right of now. everyone. Yeah. And, and the fact that the n- naked and part. You're, tell, you're trying to tell me dreams don't have meaning. <laughs> I mean. No, that definitely, that had meaning. So I just, it really was, like, I've always felt like I can't be a mom. But, like, to have uh-huh. a dream where you, like, actually Aren't, can't were bad yeah. at it, it just made everything palpable, if that makes yes. sense. Yes. So, yeah. But the biggest takeaway was just that I feel super weird about a baby being with my boobs. Like, it really makes me uncomfortable. Interesting. Does it make you uncomfortable? No. no. Really? I think I'm over-sexualizing it. I think you are, I think I, only... but I, I think it's not your issue. I think it's because your breasts have been sexualized your entire life. And so Maybe. you're thinking about that it would be How inappropriate like, it would be right, to be a mother. Right, how inappropriate it would be yeah. to be a mother. Oh, and it... I'm thinking about how beautiful it would be no. for me to be a mother because my breasts have never been good for anything. So I'm like, <laughs> well, at least they could feed a child. No, you the know? way that it makes it... Ooh, it literally makes me feel so gross. Really? And it's not – I never think that about other women breastfeeding. It's literally just my own right, issue. Right. But, like were, – Were you breastfed? Yeah. Like, hmm. also, I, like, grew up with my brothers getting breastfed when I was old enough to remember. Right, I feel right. like I don't actually want to say that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've actually reached the line there. <laughs> <sighs> It's just like when you realize that you've gone way too far. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Anyways. Yeah, like it's not been a weird thing to me ever. It hasn't even – I've always thought, oh, I'll just breastfeed my kids. Like it's normal. Right. And then when I was like literally dreaming it and I like saw the baby and I'm like looking at this baby and it's like trying to latch onto me. Like I wanted to Uh hit the kid. Like I'm like, (laughs) get off. You're so like – you're Gross. in my space. You're in my junk, You're like, dude. Straight up in my like area. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's uh, I funny. hope that someone else can do. You feel think? That way. Do you think you could um um pump? <laughs> I think. Well, I think another thing that I'm really upset about is I don't know if is you've seen it on TikTok. Pump? Oh yeah, well, pump in general is not good. But <laughs> like, have you seen on TikTok where like women talk about their like their um milk ducks getting clogged oh yeah and their husbands have to suck it out because that to me is like i have a visceral reaction to that okay that that for sure makes me uncomfortable and i think about my boobs getting so filled with milk and then getting Mm -hmm. clogged and like it's maybe like crystallized and so also you know that that the milk comes out of your entire Several holes, nipple, yeah. like a shower head. And I have an issue with holes as well. Right, I'm, right. And, and, and Trip- skin. Trichophobia. 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 It's a fear yeah. of holes, but it's mostly mm-hmm. lots of holes. It's not just like one gaping hole. It has right. to be several yeah. right next right, to each other. Right. Look it up. It's going to it's yeah. gonna sh- make you shit yourself. But anyways, <laughs> I just think all of it together, not good. Especially not if good. I don't really have that much of a drive to like bring a child into this world. Right. And then to think about milking it with all my little holes. No. You know what's crazy though? is you would have more of a bond with your dream child if you did breastfeed because that would release oxytocin. Oxytocin. Mm-hmm. And that would make you have a bond with your child, but you're not going to get that because mm-hmm. you're, you've are you been sexualized your entire life. And I'm life. probably going to be on the progesterone-only pill. Right. Exactly. And then you're going to have no sex drive. I mean, let's just stop it before it starts, you know? I think so, too. And when when you do breastfeed, are you going to just whip it out in public? Because I think, I think I you should. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to be one of those, like, um, very open Mothers. Open mothers. I love that. Because mm-hmm. if, if you're not, then it sets a bad example. Right. Right. Which I feel like I would set the bad example because I don't want my titties out, especially right. on my child's face. But then again, I don't know how I would feel about it. Um, take, for example, my manager comes in and eats in my section yesterday. And halfway through her meal, she asked me if I could discreetly, very discreetly go to the manager's office and get some pads for her. And I was like, I don't know where they are. She was like, just please do it very discreetly. And then I was like, okay, in my mind, I should have no issue with this, like girls helping girls, but also like, why am I having to do it so discreetly for you? Maybe you're uncomfortable 
comfortable with your period and your menstruation. But now <laughs> I so feel like, worried about it because I'm, I'm going to be the one going into the manager's office and and having to ask someone where the pads are. And it's going to look like they're for me. And I can't say <laughs> that they're for you. And I'm because, not a pads girl. <laughs> and I'm not a pads girl. I wouldn't want to be known as a pads girl. I'm a tampon <laughs> girl. And I don't even menstruate. So... <laughs> I don't know if I'd be willing to pull my breast out and breastfeed it if it comes to it. Yeah. Because I don't know my own level of, of discretion with the female body. I'm not apparently not even comfortable getting a, a pad from the manager's office. So. Well, I think it was how she felt about it made you right. feel weird yeah. about it. Because if someone else is like, oh, are you going to put your, your titties out right now? And you're like, um, right. wait, should I not? Wait, should I not? Is that like inappropriate? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's exactly. It, it was totally her mindset about it. If she was just like, hey, will you grab me a pad, bitch? I'd be like... For sure, it's my dude. But she was like, please be discreet. Please don't let any of the male customers see. Right. Yeah. Like the men cannot see. So anyway. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you have another thing you'd like to bring up? I do. And it's mutton busting. Oh, Um, this is something I haven't heard of. (laughs) I knew you wouldn't know what it was. (laughs) Can I guess? Yeah, please. Actually, this this will be a fun. Well, busting makes me think of coming. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say something inappropriate. Oh, it's not inappropriate? It's not. It's it's actually incredibly wholesome. It has to do with children. Oh, well, I wish I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> Mutton busting and it has to do with kids? Kids and also um, sheep. Oh, is and it when kids or is it when sheep like run up and kind of um, headbutt little kids? It is when when children go to the rodeo and they enter <gasps> into a competition and they mm. hold on to the sheep. Oh, I and, know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Doesn't it make you want to have a kid and enter it them does. into the mutton busting show and and have them win and exploit the shit out of them and win the rodeo and get the girl and, and write the country song and do the whole thing? Well, yeah, because I also I'm reading a book and they're talking about kids right now. Well, they're not talking about kids. There's this one kid in it. And the way that she like has little ideas and stuff. I'm like, that's the cutest fucking shit I've ever heard. Like, so cute. If my kid was funny and cute. And rode lambs? Absolutely, yeah. I'd have It's one. also the rodeo in Houston right now. Shout out H-Town. I think we're going to go. Ooh. But I really hope I see some mutton busting, and I'm going to report back if I do. And that was my whole topic, so. Oh, my God. I had no idea it was called mutton busting. Now you know. Is there, like, any sort of, like, Latin lineage in that, or is it just a word someone came I'm, up with? I doubt it. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this is like a hick hick country word. Hick country word. Like maybe mutton means the sheep and busting means the the kids. I don't know. Interesting. They're, yeah. So maybe also in addition to mutton busting, I was thinking relating topic. But someone did ask how our sober journey was going, specifically my sober journey, your more damp journey. So my damp lifestyle. Share with us. You go first. Okay. I've been having a lot of mocktails and spending a lot of money making the mocktails. And really? And it's very fun. I'm having a blast. My Are you spending favorite... more money than you were? No, definitely less. Oh, definitely okay. less than actual alcohol. But those Fever Tree, the little mixers, first of all, they're fabulous, but they're incredibly expensive mm-hmm. and they're so small. But I love to make a Moscow Mule because it's so strong and it like makes my whole mouth tingle, which kind of like is a physical reaction to something that you're drinking, which I feel like is nice. Kind of how you were talking about with the like ashwagandha. ashwagandha yeah, like you feel like something. That. It's kind of, you feel something, you know? Yeah. So that's nice. And then you mix it with lime and mint leaves. I've also been drinking a lot of coffee, like having an evening coffee, like an oh, after dinner. Little... I love after dinner coffee. There is nothing like after dinner coffee. That is a euphoric feeling. And it also gives you a little jump at the end of the night, you know, whenever Mm -hmm. I'm usually dozing off. And after a glass of wine, I would I'm straight out. Like I'm so sleepy after wine. So replacing that with coffee is like super fun. Um, but yeah, it's going well. I'm like a month or so into it. And it was so cool because I just was looking through some of my manifestations, but I was writing some down and going through an old journal of mine. And it was like my goals for 2022 or Mm -hmm. like my, oh, it said my wildest dreams for 2022. And it was like, basically if my 2022 year went exactly how I wanted it to go, like all of these things would be true. And I was reading through all of them. And the one at the very bottom was, I'm only going to drink when I want to. And want was like in all caps. 
And that was at the beginning of January when I was like still heavily going out and like oh no plans gosh. to be sober at all. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I really manifested this for myself. So anyway, whenever I want to start drinking again, I think I will. And I don't really know when that's going to be, but I'm having a blast where I am at now. So that is so good. It's going well. It's going well. I feel like my experience has been like amazing too. I'm like, good. yeah, I am one just so insanely proud of myself that I could even do it because I was Me so too. scared that I couldn't. Yeah. And then I feel like just the best thing is like when I do drink, it's so special now. Like, yeah, it, or it just it makes the, the day so much more fun, like in, but not in like an alcohol way, in like a special occasion way. Mm-hmm. And so like we went on a date last night and we got a glass of wine. That's the other thing is like I spend so much less money. Yeah. And we like splurge on nicer things, like a nice glass of wine with like an Italian dinner, which was yeah. so fun. And then instead of keep drinking wine, I had the coffee like after yeah. dinner and it just yeah. feels like so special. And then I just like, I get so much more done. My life doesn't revolve around it like I'm always I'm not like oh my gosh it's 5 p.m. or like I'm not avoiding things I do things later Uh at night because it used to be like I would drink and then I would stop doing things because you get so tired or you get so like lethargic and stuff and so definitely a good move for me and it also just gives me the confidence to know that I can like completely let go of it if I need to also I'm gonna have to cut out all caffeine and alcohol while I'm at this training this summer and so it's like I definitely need to be capable of that and to not be like preparing yeah exactly so I like have the date set on the calendar of like when I'm dropping alcohol and caffeine for sure and it's like in april so yeah then i'll be fully sober for at least 40 at least 40 fucking days and sober from caffeine which which is a whole nother i know caffeine will be really hard but i feel like it's been really good i like definitely would recommend it if you even have the inkling of thinking just maybe i want this yeah it's the same thing with taking a gap year, being like, maybe I don't want a real job right now. Like, you could mm-hmm. change your mind, guys. It's not a permanent fucking decision. Like, yeah. it's your life, you know? I'm sorry. That's that's just, like, the biggest realization I feel like that, that I've ever had. That sounds yeah. so stupid. But I'm like, wait, this is... This is about me. This isn't as serious as I thought it was. But also, like, this is my life. This is about me. Exactly. I get to choose here what I want to do. And I I get to change my mind because it's my fucking life. I couldn't agree more. So many people asked, how are we doing? Which I think is just, like, the sweetest thing ever. That makes me, like... Also, the what's it like being a woman in the army? I'm actually... I'm so surprised by that one because I just feel like I talk about it so much that it's, like, annoying. I would love to talk about that. That one, or I'd really like to talk about OnlyFans. Okay. Let's start with OnlyFans. A lot of people... I guess I'm just going to give my thoughts on OnlyFans. I wish every single day that I could have one. Like, I actually feel like it would be the most empowering thing. We need an update on selling your panties online. Oh, my God. Dude, I literally lost the account. Like, I have... I, not just like I can't find my login. Like, I literally don't know what website I signed up for. Like, I have... <laughs> no fucking idea i've actually was scoured like the internet night that you like it literally was and like another reason why i should be giving up alcohol because you, like, i'm getting remember. too ballsy also That's like with funny. alcohol this is like <sighs> i'm like deciding <laughs> so like you know how people like drunk text their ex boyfriends or whatever okay i drunk text my dad <laughs> <laughs> like not in a weird Oopsie. way not like love right. me daddy like it's right. like in a he'll be like how are you and i'll be like good which is huge for huge, me huge and it's only steps. happened a few times but like he like texted me about the podcast and i didn't even know he had my number but he like texted me about the podcast and then i was like responding to him uh-huh. which i would have never done if i wasn't drunk right so and then i woke up the next morning like super regretful so if you ever like drunk text your dad like i get it it's like <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm with you. (laughs) With OnlyFans, I really wish I had one. I really wish I could have one. I'm all for people who have them. I think it's just the coolest thing ever. Yeah. It's so, like, empowering to be able to make money off of your own content. Yeah. And you can put your body out there. Like, I really do think it would be, like, a cool experience. It's also a very ideal job. Like, you get to do it on your own time. Right. It just sucks because there's all that stigma. Like, I have all this, like these thoughts of like oh I want to do something like in government or this or that which I don't know why because it's not like I've really liked the government so far but like I just want to do something like quote unquote important or whatever and all of those places have 
hella stigma against, you know, body positivity or mental health or anything. And so it's just very, you know, yeah, probably can't work. What? How do you feel about it? Are you subscribed to any? I'm not, but I have been in the past. Oh okay. my God, I don't want to know. You should say that. I'll, I'll share my stuff too. Um, it's more, honestly, the girls that I've followed on there, it was honestly, it was just like a curiosity thing. It was because I followed them on Instagram or they were like travel bloggers, not real, mm-hmm. like not cringy travel bloggers, but like just people from TikTok or whatever that I got like addicted to watching their everyday life videos. And then you kind of find out that how they make their money and live their life is through OnlyFans. And then you're like, yeah. what in the world could they be posting on there that would like elicit this kind of money money or like lifestyle like that is so cool and they seem so entrepreneurial and like living their best life and so I've kind of just subscribed out of curiosity but it's so lame because you subscribe and do the monthly subscription which is usually like $9.99 $12.99 like around that price range and then for every single good video they have or good photo that they have you have to tip them extra or it's like $32 to watch this sex tape 30 like it's it's ridiculous yeah it's hard because it's not like a it's not like a subscription deal yeah you gotta you gotta call it quits at some point but that's how that's how these women are like getting their bag so I think the thing that would also kind of scare me about it is like to think of a man coming on to my OnlyFans and being willing to pay $12.99 and then paying $30 to look at one video of me that scares me like that gives me like yeah if you're going that far out of your way so it's like I sit here saying like I totally could do it but at the end of the day I think I would be also thinking about how many like even just this podcast has been like really honestly traumatic putting out because it's like knowing the amount of people in my life that I fully hide this kind of side of me from that are mostly men mostly in the army right and that they can just hit this up and see what type of person I am and I'm Mm -hmm. getting very vulnerable like oof yeah. To imagine people looking at your my bare ass naked body, not a right. chance. Right. Not a chance. So I guess at the end of the day, I probably couldn't. But yeah. What's another one you want to talk about? Let's talk about crystals. Yeah. <laughs> Bad topic. I fucking hate crystals. Okay. 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 But here no. Let's out. talk about them. I'm let's, kidding. Let's, let's just talk about we need it. to unpack it because the girls are into it and the girls are getting more and more into it and I'm afraid that if we aren't into it, our audience is kind you think of everyone decreasing. on our audience has crystals. <laughs> I think that crystals and just hear me out here. I think that they're not real. <laughs> um. But I think, well, I'm the opposite. I think that everything has fucking energy and I'm sure there's some fucking science behind it or whatever. I just do not have the capacity to take that on. I am not going to buy rocks. And that's where I put my... And put them up your pussy. Like, people do that. Yes, people be carrying shit around in there. In the the little pocket. Are you fucking with me? You're not on that side of TikTok? I'm not. No. Maybe... Wait, they're holding them there daily. I mean, not, but it's like. It's like she's packing her lunch with <laughs> crystals up her pussy. Okay, this is more interesting than I thought it would no, be. No, but women like carry them around. Like like they put them in their leggings to like go to the gym to bring them clarity and strength. I follow a lot mm. of crystal tarot type of girlies. Mm. And the thing is that I genuinely believe, I hear you with the everything has energy. Yeah, you listen to frequencies. Totally get that and believe that. And I listen to frequencies and I've like tripped on shrooms and realized that the world that we're living is like merely a layer of the onion. Like I get it. I, I get it. <laughs> guys yeah. okay i'm like trying to trying to be back in my pre shrooms trip mm-hmm. mindset because that mm-hmm. was a little scary but um i think that if you genuinely believe and same goes for essential oils okay if you yeah. genuinely believe that it is doing what you think it's doing for you it is doing that thing for you if you're going to the gym with a crystal in your hoo-ha and you think it's going to bring you strength and you like it sure as hell will. 400 pounds, it will. Like it's going to bring you strength. It's 100% placebo and placebo is powerful. It's real. Yeah. It's so real. It's actually scientifically real. Yeah. I don't know, you know. I also think I think they're really pretty and stuff and it's cool, so like I get it. Right. I just think for me it's just so incredibly overwhelming to think about having to also buy rocks right. when I'm I haven't even been able to manifest. Like I don't even know if I even fucking right. get on board with that. Hannah's always like manifest it girl and I'm like fuck you. I'm not <laughs> manifesting. Okay, and we got to get I, into that. We will. I know. We will hash out manifesting. But I just feel like it's just all like 
It's yeah. just, it's extra work that I have to do and life is already really hard and I don't want to have to put rocks up my pussy also. Like, I'm not in the place to do that. <laughs> that's that's totally understandable. Yeah. But, uh, I'm glad you brought it up because actually it was a lot more intriguing than I thought. I thought we were just going to talk about rocks. Right. And it's funny because like, I feel like crystal people aren't necessarily essential oil people. Like, I feel like it's weird. Yeah, pe- there's a divide there. You know what I mean? It's like the mama bears and the the girly girls and the girly girls love astrology and crystals. And mm-hmm. the homeschool moms don't believe in astrology. They believe in I Jesus. Almost, and essential I almost oils. brought astrology to the table today. Yeah. But my thing is the same thing to do with rocks of like, I can't take on astrology right now. And that's fair. And my thing is the same thing, whereas if you believe in astrology and in your horoscope and in all of those mm-hmm. things and your alignment and your its prediction about you, then it's true for you. That's, right. That's well, it's actually, like religion. I used to be so into astrology in high school whenever like – remember when Snapchat had like Cosmopolitan like Snapchat? Oh, my God, yes. That, first of all, Cosmopolitan just about taught me everything I know. Insane, like I am insane. I am just – the Snapchat Cosmopolitan yeah. changed my high school Universal. Life. Like, that that changed me. Yeah. Um. And so, anyways, I would always do the, like, horoscope on there. And I was, like, super into my shit. I was like, I'm a Taurus really? bitch. Like, I am such. <laughs> and then I was hanging out with your fucking boyfriend. And I was telling him how I'm, like, a Taurus through and through. And he, we were at this, like, little gift shop. And he read me one of the keychains. And he was like, so you're this. And he read it. And he said it was, like, the Taurus. Read through the whole thing. And I was like, I'm exactly that. And he's like, that's a fucking Pisces. So. <laughs> And I was God. like, all right, I'll leave it here. I don't believe in it all right, anymore. You've embarrassed you got me enough. Me. You, you got me. Yeah. You got I was me like, red-handed. You definitely God, put me in my place. He didn't have to do you like that. He didn't well, have to do you like Well, it's fine that. because I don't want to be stupid. And I was. So. Just, Anyways. I think, I think we need to let the girlies have their crystals and their astrology. I truly believe that. Girls, if you're into it, go full steam ahead. You have my full permission. Okay, so crystals. Um, And then another one that we had a lot of votes for was first kiss. So we're going to talk about our first kisses. You go first. Okay, my first kiss was with my best friend at the time, her older brother. And (gasps) I totally forgot about this. Oh, my God. Anyways, so it was kind of like a weird, like, um, his sister listens to this podcast. So I'm like... So and she's, first... she knows that it was him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, like, literally talked the next day about it. But anyway, so it was my best friend's older brother, and I super had a crush on him. I actually don't think that he ever liked me. I think he was just a horny motherfucker. And um, <laughs> we were all in their movie room one night because he was always just, like, hanging around us and, like, kind of hanging with her friend group. And we were all in the movie room one night, just me, him, and his sister. And we were watching New Girl, and his sister, my best friend, fell asleep. We were all cuddled up on the couch, and I was like, oh, shit, I feel like I'm going to have my first kiss tonight. Like, it was like, oh, my God. So I was super anxious and just, like, incredibly sweaty and, like, could totally feel it coming. Right. And then was so scared because I was, like, once I kiss him, like, what if I'm not able to, like, stop whatever's happening? But as, right. The but Christianity I was super Christian and were, I was, yeah. like, oh, my God, I, like, already feel guilty for what I'm, like, about to do, basically. Anyways, so um, he, like, leans in to kiss – or he was, like, can I kiss you? And so it was, it was like, the buildup was so bad. And then – he leans in to kiss me, and I just, like, opened my mouth. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do. I thought I'd seen in the movies, like, the mouth looked open. But then it turns out that's not how you go into it. You kind of have to, you know, keep it closed. There's a and pucker then, and then an openness yeah, right. to no, it. No, I just literally opened my mouth, and it was so bad, and he, like, kept trying to – I think I, I think it said something incredibly cringe, like, you're going to have to, like, teach me how to kiss. Oh, like, my God, yeah, yeah you I did know. it. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself, so I'll be right back. Oh, my God. That's um, so funny. I'm a virgin. Help yeah, me. Yeah, no, no, no. That was literally the Christian vibe that I was giving off. And he knew it was my first kiss, too. Like, yeah. he knew I'd never kissed anyone, which is probably, like, the... The allure of it. The allure, yeah. I'm like crushing my little flower, you know? Yeah, your little open mouth flower. <laughs> I literally remember writing in my journal that night that it tasted like a wet hot dog. Like, it was mm-hmm. very... Hot exactly. Doggy, you know? <laughs> it was very dog-like. <laughs> it was very hot doggy. So did you immediately know like nothing else was – like it didn't escalate at all? No, I immediately knew it was horrible. 
And so did he. And it was incredibly awkward. And he texted me the next morning and he said that it was a mistake. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that was really fun. And and I had kind of convinced myself a little bit that maybe we would could still recover from it and that he super probably still liked me and, like, we were going to, like, get married and have babies. Oh, uh, it wasn't quite okay. the case. And then it was literally the next day. It was right around Easter. And my family went over to his family's house for Easter brunch or lunch or whatever. Okay. So could not have been worse, I would say. He completely ignored me the whole time. And uh, Oh, my God. That's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's okay. It's okay. My actual first kiss was in kindergarten. You slut. I know. I know. I was like, you need to kiss me during recess and oh you he, initiated oh I, I fully initiated and then he, he I took him behind the bushes during recess <gasps> and then he kissed me and I said it's not enough we need to keep doing it you need to like do it again and I like oh made my. him continue to kiss me to like make sure it sealed the deal mm-hmm. that's actually sexual assault I'm Anna. super sorry um, <laughs> he lives in Canada now so well god bless him yeah he turns out he turned out kind of hot and my mom shows me pictures of him all the time she's like remember Luke remember I'm oh like, my god, this is that's... so weird. Like, I kissed him. That is in, so in funny. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Luke, wow. if you're listening, hey, Luke, I'm Luke, I'm open hey. for seconds. <laughs> <laughs> we can try again. <laughs> I'd be down. That's so funny. Yeah. What um, about you? My first kiss? kiss was not in kindergarten. My first kiss was fucking when virgin. I was fucking... Seventeen years old. Fair. <laughs> I was a little old. Um. Late it was bloomer. with Nathan. Surprise. Nathan, you dirty dog. You dirty dog. He crushed my little mouth flower. <laughs> um, no. He, it was on New Year's Eve. Romantic. And it was. What, and would you we care were... to say how long you had been dating for at that point? Sure. <laughs> it was close she, to, she I think, class. eight months, six okay, months. Okay. It was Taking a lot things of months. Slow. No worries. Mm. I was I think we'd already been to a prom together okay like I mean we were full-on dating so I'm assuming he had expected this to happen oh fully I think he orchestrated the whole thing entirely did he ever lean in and you and you said no prior to all the time oh all the time okay um it was kind of the same thing of like if he kissed me I would just immediately be damned to hell and so I had a lot of fear involved and he was a little he he kissed a lot of people before me well shit slut I'm just kidding. I think it was like two people. But my idea of him was that he was this like right. horny guy who mm-hmm. like had all these women and like I was going to be this very special person. I don't yeah. know. But then there's nothing there's nothing more romantic than the fear of God. Nothing more romantic. Right. Yeah. And I say that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyways, it was New Year's Eve. We were at a party. I ended up going home because we were like going to go back to my place and my mom and my stepdad and everybody was gone. And so it was just us and we lived in the same neighborhood. So he drove over and he would meet me in the backyard. And so we basically okay. met in the middle in my backyard and he waited until it, the clock struck 12 and then he... <laughs> kissed me and um the sprinklers in my yard started to go off and he was like this is so romantic like we're kissing in the sprinklers and I what in none of the right actually knew fully that the sprinklers were um the sewage water sprinklers (laughs) of course I don't say anything because I'm like I'm definitely not gonna make this any worse than it already is right it was bad like I was it wasn't bad for him I was or he wasn't a bad kiss or anything I just was like this is not fun for me. Like, right. I just, like, bore, like I'm not a sexual person. I, I think. remember and you telling me this in high school, though, and I was like, oh, my God, that's the most romantic thing to ever happen. I know. Literally, like, it, it was. Eve, midnight. There's probably fireworks going off. The there sprinklers was. It was turn on. beautiful. Like, the sprinklers were on. We were sopping wet. We were, like, kissing. And we waited for, like, the clock to strike 12, and then we kissed. It, it was were pathetic. Were you shitting it your was... pants? You were so nervous. I was a different person. Like, I think I was, like, disassociating and levitating out of my body. Like, it was so bad. And then I went back inside and I called my cousin and I was like, what do I do? Like, that was terrible. And did he text you about it and was like, that was a great kiss? Or, like... What? what I think that we was a texted. Well, the thing is, we'd been dating for six months, so like we were kind of talking all the time. Like, right, right. I think we were still like we definitely talked about it. We were just like friends. Like Aww. it shouldn't have been dating, but we were constantly talking about like school projects. <laughs> yeah, like 
like I would go to his basketball games. I'd be like, good job today. Or so something. did, did y'all say that you loved each other before you kissed? No, we didn't say I loved you until after a year. <gasps> wow. Yeah, I was slow to you were absolutely everything. Oh, girl, you were giving him the right old tease. I was holding out. I was a child of two divorces. I had to. Yeah. The Catholic and the Lutheran Church and two divorces. Yeah. That'll do it to you. That'll do it to you. Any man willing but to stick was, around through that kind of trauma is He a king. really did. He really stuck it out. And I think even his dad was like, buddy, you got to cut her loose. <laughs> he was like, I think I'm going to see it through. <laughs> But I think this God is going to get better. It's got to go up from here. It's, it can't go It can't worse. be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Anyway, but girlies, that that's all we have for you. Yeah. I we just have a mutton busting, crystal praying, titty sucking cremation evening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can't think of anything to say. <laughs> I never know how to end these. I don't either. Like, do we? S- I mean, thanks for tuning in, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shit. 